We're back. Hi, Molly. Where are you? What is that? Where are you? Where are you? I'm still on vacation. I'm at, at the, you know, Four Seasons. Oh, yeah. You know. Which one? Oh, which one haven't I been to this yeah. year? <laughs> I'm in a tropical location currently. Undisclosed. Sl- tropical. You know, sipping my vodka martini. Vodka martini is the worst. Yeah. It's I'm t- undisclosed time. It doesn't matter. It could be happy hour. It could be a nightcap. And you're not gonna you're not gonna say where you're at because let me tell you where I'm at. Okay, Please. because I had to come home and feed an African dwarf frog that I call Adv. Okay, and I rescued that African dwarf frog from who, Brad? I I don't know what you're talking who about. Who did I? Re- I rescued that African dwarf frog aft from your koi pond. That's very kind of you to mm. care for another living creature. Mm. So how was how was your vacation? Which one? Well, I don't know about I, you. I mean, I've been all over the place on the East Coast, a little bit there, a little bit in the sunshine on the West Coast, <laughs> maybe a flight or two intercontinental. You are a braggart. You are a braggart. <laughs> My vacations, mm-hmm. I've had a couple. Um, the most, uh, I would say, eventful was the bachelorette party I planned for my best friend. The first bachelorette party I ever had to plan. It was great. First time I ever hired a stripper. Oh. Uh, yeah. He came dressed up as Benjamin Franklin. How was the view? Well, he, I'm, I'm pretty tall mm-hmm. and he was pretty short, so I didn't really have much of a view. Well, you know what they say. Good <laughs> things come in small packages. <laughs> oh, I got to I gotta ask this guy to turn, turn the band down a little Please bit. Please do. Thank you. Here's, here's a 50. Thanks. <laughs> well, I also got a souvenir mm-hmm. on a Hawaiian island. Ooh, so you did disclose one of your destinations. Well, I didn't disclose which island. I would never oh. do that. Well, of course, because you don't want the paparazzi. Sure. And the groupies, because we do have groupies. We have a, we, we, we we have a listener or two. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I put the S on there. Yeah. We don't have groupie. We have groupies. Yeah. I went to uh, a Hawaiian island, and unfortunately, I'm of the fairer complexion, and so... Had made an appointment knowing that I was finally going to be able to travel and made an appointment ahead of time and paid for it, a prepaid appointment for this well-known tattoo artist. Ooh. So I uh, unfortunately got a little too sunburned for where the tattoo was going to originally go and... It was a tattoo of sentimental meaning. So I have a tattoo that's not viewable to many people. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know. Yeah. Okay. Is it still sentimental so that those who do view it? Oh, fair. <laughs> I can't wait to explain it to the person that sees it. We we Frog. didn't, uh, haven't checked our email, of course. Why would we do that? We, well, no, we, we're on vacation. We're we, off the grid, man. We worked very hard on that for our first season of Home for Hallmark. So. Oh, and we had such a great finale. Yeah. Well. So good. Unfortunately, you know, we received an email from a woman named Rhonda. <gasps> the Rhonda? Yeah. The Rhonda. Hate mail Rhonda. <laughs> Hate mail Rhonda. At it again. You know, listener, Molly and I really believed that we were giving you a gift at the end of last year. I, and Rhonda 
Rhonda, that bitch. She sent us an email and said, you suck once again. <laughs> Stop singing. So, well, then you know what that means. I mean, we got to sing. Sure. We've got to sing. We've got to give the people what they don't want, Brad. Absolutely. <laughs> but we also got another email mm-hmm. asking if we knew that it was Hallmark's Christmas in July, which, let's be honest, we didn't have any <laughs> we idea. No idea. None. And when I looked into it earlier this month, I thought it was just to discuss the one new movie that they were releasing in July for Christmas in July, but had no idea that they run Christmas movies the entire month. My that That is mind-boggling to me. Well, we should just get right to it. What we're here to talk about today, the first Hallmark movie we've watched in nearly seven months, crapping through, I mean, crashing through the snow. <laughs> you ready? Let's talk about it. We'll go right ahead. Well, as would likely be, there's an aerial shot to open the scene. So anyway, we have Maggie and one of her kids. They don't They don't even matter, do they? Do we have to talk about the kids? Colin's family tradition says Collins. you can't have ear, your ears pierced until you're 13. And then she <laughs> reaches in her purse and says, well, how about a little lip gloss? To tide you over. Yeah. <laughs> like it entices her with like a tube of lip gloss. <laughs> Let, from the start, let's just... The children do not matter in this they're, movie. They're, no they're one, irrelevant, really. No I mean, one, there's a, they're a pawn in the story. No one cares about them. <laughs> no one actually loves them. They're really not relevant to the story, really. I don't, they just... <laughs> nobody loves them. So anyway, Maggie is... What is she? She's a graphic designer, yeah. advertising person. Sounds like they live in Austin. Her ex-husband name is Jeff, who was your favorite character. <laughs> Where did they find him? I don't know. His voice also <laughs> His voice also really irritating. I mean, and there were a couple times when he like went full on queen. Did you notice that? Gay. <laughs> Multiple times. And I'll um, I'll make sure to now point those out. Please do. Because there was there was at least three. At least three. So okay, so we have Maggie, we have Mia. Is that her name? Yep. Mia. Um Sophie, the younger Sophie and one of the early scenes is them going to Sophie's Christmas concert, where we also meet Kate, who is Jeff's new love. Mm-hmm. They met on Bumble. And um, so then that's when, very awkwardly... Um, Kate and Jeff... Oh, Jeff. Are going, they're going to Aspen this year for the first time to go with... Uh, be with Kate's parents. And I don't know how this happened, but apparently, you know, the talk of tradition, which, you know, runs thick through these oh, movies so thick. about how this is going to disrupt the girl's tradition of their Christmas routines. And Kate says, oh, why don't you come and join us? It's a crazy idea, but come. Well, because they've never been apart. Never. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. So they're all, um, they're going to all head to Aspen. Jeff has to leave early for Aspen. He's got to go a couple of days early. Did you, did you catch why? No, I didn't catch why. Oh, I, because um, he has a dog sled date with Kate's dad. I did. I do remember that. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> they arrive in Aspen on December 20th. Mm. So here comes Jeff. Out out he runs as they arrive at the estate. Did we ever get the name of the estate? Was it just the family name? I don't think it does talk about what the estate no. is called. No. So they arrive at the estate. Hector drives them. Here comes Jeff out the front door. Wants everyone to know, well, mostly Maggie, the girls go inside, is that Kate's dad doesn't actually like him all that much. 
when Maggie inquires, well, why? He says, I let go of the reins. <laughs> Husky, white Huskies are hard to find in the snow. <laughs> Um, so then, so then they go in, they go in and they get a tour and right off the bat, Kate is bougie as hell. Oh, she's the worst. Right. They they go up to observe the Christmas tree. Oh, 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 those are hand blown (laughs) ornaments from Venice. Don't touch. That's not the only time that she like name drops. Right. So then Maggie pulls Jeff aside and says, Hey, I'm going to be a cool mom and I'm going to surprise Mia by taking her to get her ears pierced. Very clear to Jeff. That's the intention. December 26th, she's made the appointment. Day after Christmas, Mia's getting her ears pierced. They get settled. Mm-hmm. And then again, Maggie proceeds to, I mean, it, it's really bad. This actress should be very embarrassed <laughs> for her singing and dancing in the, oh, in the bathrobe. Oh, so bad. And we meet Sam. We yeah, meet Sam, Sam who says, this is my room. I'm Ted's son, Sam. I, mean, I want to look up his name, Warren Christie. But we saw him in another one last year, or um, last season, and he was not as impressive. But when I pulled up his IMBD and I found out he was born in Ireland. Did you say IMBD? What is it called? IMDB. <laughs> whatever. IMDB, his like actor, whatever, uh-huh. this thing. But he was born in Ireland. All of a sudden, he's very, very cute. Well, he's a chef. Mm-hmm. He's flown in from Tokyo to surprise the family. Mm-hmm. We meet... Ted's or not Ted? Who's Ted? I don't know. Oh, Ted. <laughs> Wait, Ted. I don't know. Ted is the dad. Ted is the dad. Ted is the dad. So we meet Susan. Ted's oh, the second mom. The stepmom. The second the pretentious, wife. bougie stepmom with a Venetian Christmas. Clearly, Maggie's a little bit uncomfortable after all the introductions. So she goes outside to reminisce in the cold by herself. Where Sam comes right up and says, "I'd like to hire you." And Random. She's like, for what? Random and he's like, oh, I got a, I got an important meeting in four days. And you look like the person that could create the perfect PowerPoint for me. And in return, he's going to help Maggie win Christmas. Because it's a contest. It's, yeah. It's to win a, the children. Right. The pawns. Yes. When she pushes back and says, well, you know, I'm here to spend time with my kids. Sam's response was, well, your kids aren't even going to miss you. Did you see that itinerary? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, decorating cookies was on the itinerary. Absolutely. This is one of the most awkward moments in a Hallmark movie that we've seen. And that is saying a lot. Hey, I haven't bombed that hard since I recited the Gettysburg Address at my 10th grade talent show. What are you talking about, the stockings? Uh Don't worry about it. There's like eight fireplaces in this place. We can hang all of them. Maggie's offended and I wanted everything to be perfect. It will be. And the fact that you're always thinking of Mia and Sophie... It's one of my favorite things about you. Mm. How about later? You recite that Gettysburg address for me. Oh. Madam President. Um. Yeah, can you do a little Abe Lincoln impression for me? <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. Oh, I think my dad is watching. Yeah, he wants a scotch. <clears throat> Coming right up, Ted. <laughs> Four score and seven. What, what is he, Sean Connery? <laughs> He wishes. Weirdest fucking foreplay I've ever heard of. (laughs) You don't find the Gettysburg Address weirdly erotic? So erotic. (laughs) That's where uh, Fifty Shades of Grey stemmed from. Well, well, I mean, and he's asking her to do it. Abraham Lincoln. Ooh. (laughs) That was number two. (laughs) We're coming up on the third one here. Okay. Um, The itinerary for the next day Mm -hmm. is the family's going skiing. And Maggie, being the clumsy person that she is, 
wants to opt out and Sam reminds her that there's no winning Christmas (laughs) if you don't go skiing with the family. (laughs) That next, that evening, here comes Maggie in the hallway with her arms clutched around a book called It Smells Like Christmas, which I don't know if you caught. It was actually like a scratch and sniff book. not no and i'm like mia is 12 or 13 and she's still playing with scratch and sniff so the next day they head out to the uh, ski slope and this was probably my favorite character in this movie was uh the depressed instructor (laughs) hi welcome to uh kids on skis so guys just remember uh keep your poles to yourself billy looking at you a lot all right, I'm just going to need all the adults now to head on over to the viewing area. Oh, um, actually, I'm signed up for this class, Maggie Collins. <laughs> oh, she's a kid at heart. She'll fit right in. They all are. Okay, listen, girls, I'll be right over there watching. Oh, you really don't need to watch. Oh, I really do. <laughs> Excitement. Yeah. That was the only laugh. Right. The whole movie. I that was the only place I laughed. So immediately Maggie falls. Immediately. Immediately falls and <laughs> with her I love the fact that then she also said, "Oh, you can't give me something that doesn't look like a uh, candy cane." Well, wasn't and it, it was, wasn't It was green and red. Yeah. <laughs> Sporting the injury, her strain mm-hmm. on a sprain. Yep. Yep. Now it's the day of gingerbread Oh, they want to build gingerbread houses. So of course, you know, Sam the chef, they go into the Butterfield Inn. <laughs> the kitchen of the Butterfield oh. Inn, where we learn is an old family building. So Sam's whole idea is that he wants to bring back the family recipes at the Butterfield Inn. And that's what his big meeting's all about. So um, he he needs a really good PowerPoint for that. His family owned it, but sold it after. Wah, wah. <laughs> Sam's mom died. Hashtag dead mom. When he was 14. <laughs> Well, I mean, when he was fourteen, you've got to give you've got to give this movie that. There's only one. So they so they make gingerbread houses, mm-hmm. and he's of course needs Maggie to oh. help, uh, you know, install that roof. Yes. And you know, the most logical thing <laughs> to do is just to you know he can't lift his arm off the counter, so she'll mm. just cozy right underneath him. Because there's not a, there's not an other side of the table oh. for her to right. There's no. I'm just saying that's what I would have done. I always build my gingerbread houses <laughs> right up against the wall. So yeah, that was a, that was a very very awkward moment. So they go out into the I don't know are they in a some foyer or Maggie and Sam see Jeff and here comes Mia and and what did Mia have done? Well, Kate the bitch had Mia's ears pierced without Maggie. Mm-hmm. 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 And idiot Jeff. I, I had no, no idea. idea. I had no idea that was the plan. World's best dad. Yeah. You, what about family tradition? I, I forgot about that. And I promise I will never take her prom shopping or watch Gilmore Girls with her. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure you won't, Jeff. Sure. Well, we know. You watch Gilmore Girls in the bathroom, bro. <laughs> so seeing how upset Maggie is, Sam throws in a, uh, we're going to go. He goes off itinerary, right? He goes off itinerary. Yes, to help her win christmas Christmas with a i don't know if this was what the event was called was slap the santa oh my god why am i slap that reindeer relay oh (laughs) i have slapped that santa (laughs) so uh, slap the santa slash reindeer relay (laughs) i I like slap the santa much better much much better um 
Maggie, of course, somehow becomes Christy Yamaguchi um, instantly. She, whoa. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's doing like a hard stop with her oh, hockey, God. her hockey stick in the puck going right between Santa's legs. <laughs> um, and of course they win. They of went course they slap do. the Santa. By that last Are you point. sure? I feel like slap that Santa would make sense. For the hockey thing. Probably For the hockey. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Where are you in the movie at this point? What What's caught your eye? Oh my God. We haven't. So how about the helicopter Christmas tree? Oh, well, see, that's what that was. That, was that next? Yep. That's what I have. That's yeah. what I have. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> yeah. My favorite was the helicopter was inside the hangar still with. The red carpet. The red carpet. Just rolled right yeah. out there. <laughs> Ready to go. And of course, Sam knows how to fly a helicopter. Of course. Because what rich Range Rover driving Japanese restaurant chef Aspen guy doesn't. Right. Yeah. Of course. Clearly. MacGyver. And then isn't that the most efficient way to, to go Christmas tree hunting? Oh, sure. I was like, what do you do? You you you, you tie that thing down on the way back? <laughs> well, and then did you see when, you, when they are untying the Christmas tree, it's pointing the wrong direction? <laughs> Did you see that? I didn't. Oh, God. Yeah, so all the needles are going to be gone, of course. The branches are going to be broken. Um, like, these people have never done Christmas. So, yes, they went to find Maggie a special tree because, you know, as one does when traveling during the holidays is you bring a, a bag full of uh, sentimental ornaments that your kids have paper mache over the years. What could go wrong <laughs> on an airplane trip Right from Austin to Aspen? Um, I love that when they get back, Jeff has the audacity to be mad at Maggie for not telling them where they were going when Kate was supposed to take them tubing and you just disappeared. So he was straight dick that right. that interaction. Oh, and then to wrap that conversation up, he said, "This is about me and Kate and the girls." <laughs> but she invited Maggie to come with you. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. I don't know about you. I always play racquetball alone. I oh, always, it's right? so relaxing. Right? So, you know. <laughs> and he was so sweaty. <laughs> she, yeah. Should I just take my shirt off right here? Right. And and then when he gets hit in the face, oh. she like grabbed him like she was going to do CPR on his face. <laughs> I hope somebody's getting. I hope somebody's oh. getting Maggie a magic wand for Christmas. <laughs> Maggie. Yeah. Maggie tells. Sam, that she's going to go back to the house. They, they, they need to go back to the house and print this thing off. Well, uh, but then they have to go print it because just in case, right? Just in case something happens, they have to print the pitch deck. So where's the only printer in, in the whole estate? Clearly it's in. Right. In Ted's office. Yes. <laughs> Maggie is clumsy. So she just happens to trip and find the dossier on Jeff. You know, the, the dad's hired a private mm -hmm. investigator. And when she confronts him about that, he says, well, it's, he's doing it for the ones, you know, who asked her to marry him, her. <gasps> the big reveal. Except then his real priority was, now can I get back to my crafts? <laughs> <laughs> I see what Hallmark is doing here. And we're really having to put on our detective hat. We are. We are. It's Christmas Eve. Right. Um... Susan, I believe, is letting one of the children rearrange the nativity scene, which was very generous of her. We find out that Jeff is going to be asking Kate to marry him on Christmas Eve. At dinner. Maggie, with everyone. Right. Yep. Maggie decides that she's going to subject her children to this, you know, experience. and Without him. Without, without, without him there. Yep. Right. Um, but 
Sam has the perfect plan is that he'll cancel his big deck meeting and he'll just take Maggie to the Finnish sauna where they'll drink mold cider to warm us up after. And then there's a very, very uncharacteristically sexy scene there where there's sort of snoodling in the pool and kissing. Oh, oh no, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So they're in the sauna. Mm-hmm. They look up and they see the North Star on Christmas Eve. And Sam reminds her that seeing the North Star on Christmas Eve is like birthdays, wishbones, and eyelashes <laughs> all in one. Because <laughs> eyelashes are a thing. Oh, oh, this is my other, my favorite thing. When, when he's asking about Maggie's relationship with Jeff, mm-hmm. Sam said, well, you should marry your best friend. And she said, yeah, that's all we were. We never had that thing. That thing. And Sam says, that thing's important. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff, well, Jeff was too busy at Michael's, <laughs> the craft store. <laughs> <laughs> I think that gin martini's catching up with you, Brad. Oh, I feel so clever. (laughs) You were clever, more clever than this movie. That is Um, for sure. So, and Maggie gets a a mysterious phone call (laughs) that uh, Mia has run away. And she's at the the St. Mark's Hotel. She had the chauffeur drive her somewhere. That is not running away. Right. (laughs) Um, And she's upset because, you know, she also was not prepared to see her father propose to his new girlfriend in front of everyone. Surprise. So, you know, dad getting remarried was like a punch in the gut. And again, to your point, I noted that Hector just decided <laughs> that he was going to kidnap a 12 year old and <laughs> not tell the parents and drop her off at a hotel, a hotel lobby. <laughs> Creepy. Good thing Jeff Epstein is dead. <laughs> Um, so then they come home and, you know, Mia's going to spend some alone time with mommy upstairs and, you know, Sam going to console Jeff because Jeff was an asshole. (laughs) Well, assholes need to be consoled. Sam, Sam says, well, when my dad got remarried, I hopped on a plane to Bangkok (laughs) and swept the floors at a Buddhist monastery and they taught me everything about curry. (laughs) You make Thai food too? (laughs) Yeah, and Sam says, oh, Jeff, you look hungry. I'm sure he does. <laughs> so upstairs, you know, Maggie's explaining to Mia that, you know, I just didn't want to watch him to pr- propose. Poor Mia and Sophie had to sit at the table and mm-hmm. watch it. Yep. At the end of that conversation, my favorite was, well, you're growing up. Maybe it's time for me to let go. And poor 12-year-old Desperate's like, maybe don't let go. Not quite yet. <laughs> So, well, and then the dad, of course, gives his gives Sam the wonderful advice that, that you're you're not good enough, yeah, right? You're just going to screw things up. I'm not really actually even sure why that would have ever happened. He starts by saying, "I don't normally want to dabble in your love life, but but here I the am. spark between you and Maggie would light up a Christmas tree." <laughs> and then Sam says, "But 
you don't think I have what it takes to make a relationship last. Well, you know, your lifestyle hardly lends itself to a long-term relationship. <laughs> like, so, okay. Oh, thanks, Ted. Go eat Thank that. You. Go eat that leftover cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> For the, the 25th time that he's just a big butthole in this movie <laughs> was that when she says, well, you know, it would have been really nice if you told me you were going to propose. And he says, well, if I would have told you, you wouldn't have come. Uh, you know yep jeff says well i hope you don't mind if i you know give my two cents but it's really great to see you get back out there oh no no you and sam are great and then all of a sudden maggie starts to say but won't it get confusing with with him being their uncle and then what happens when we start dating yeah maggie yeah it's gonna be weird i wrote uncle dad (laughs) can i have cookies That's the name of our Aunt episode. Mom? That's over that's the name of our episode. <laughs> Uncle Dad, can we have cookies? <laughs> um, she goes downstairs looking for Sam. He's decided to vacate. And Hector, of course. Randomly. Randomly. On Christmas Eve late. You need hot chocolate? Come, hot chocolate. No, I'm good. Christmas morning. Very festive. The, you know what I loved about Christmas morning? How fucking excited they were about the earmuffs. The earmuffs. She was thrilled. And then, you know, Kate gave, which I didn't ever understand. Was that actually like an heirloom? Like, did Kate give Maggie her mom's necklace? It's hard to tell, right? I, I was, don't know. I also froze there because I thought, ooh, is there a snowflake sketched on that? Etched on I, it? There were not snowflakes. There was no snowflakes. They were all, yeah, no snowflakes. The cinnamon rolls that uh, the cinnamon rolls that Sam made looked absolutely atrocious. Well, and did you hear them like breaking apart? Yeah. Like it was like they were cracking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were made. Of, are, what? Yeah. They sounded like they were made of paper. Saltines. Yes. <laughs> is is goose a traditional? Oh God, that no. When poor little no. poor little Sophie was Cinderella in this movie, go <laughs> rearrange the nativity scene and oh, Susan promised I could baste the roast goose. <laughs> poor kid. <laughs> She didn't have a holiday well, at all. She was doing chores. Fucking goose? Gross. Like, what <laughs> nine-year-old wants to have goose? Zero. Susan promised I could baste it. <laughs> um, but yes, when Sam does reappear, mm. you know, Maggie is very coy. Oh. Well, I don't know. I, I looked all over for you. You left me hanging. You left me hanging. <laughs> she's now she's now like wearing lingerie. Yeah. It's like a slit up to her hip. But it's for the right guy. So it's, That's right. That's right. At least it's the right man. It was not a bad kiss. No. It was a good kiss. kiss, Yeah. And the song. So that song, the the ending song was the only thing I liked about that movie. That and the fact that the guy was born in Ireland. Right. Yeah, that was it. Well, and I think that uh, when he said, well, can I see you again? The funny thing was, is that they never actually addressed the fact that they're in Aspen, (laughs) but they they live in Austin, Texas. Yes. What is going to happen there? And the big thing was that- It's a sequel. (laughs) Well, then the big solution, of course, is that he's going to move to Austin and do the Butterfield Inn chef job, right? Except that, like you said. It's in Aspen. Yeah, a few thousand miles away. And then, of course, you know, very strange uh, occurrence that have the very last moment of the film be between Sam and Kate when he gave Mm. her the box of toffee with the almonds on it. (laughs) Without fail, Merry Christmas, Katie. Merry (laughs) Christmas, Sam. (laughs) Well, Molly, <laughs> I need a refill. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> Not really knowing that uh, 
Christmas in July was a, a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I happened to take a look at our, you know, statistics for. Oh, yeah, the, the statistics. I don't know what is going on, but people are still listening to our bullshit podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I listen to it. It helps me go to sleep at night. Oh, listening to your own voice. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, humble much, Molly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um. So, yeah, people are, you know, still listening away. I think we had. Fantastic. You know, 300, 300 downloads or listens or something this week. Ooh. Still. So you're so fucking awesome, Brad. Well, I, I again, Christmas in July. Who knew? Mm, who knew? Not me. Not me. You know, maybe next year. Maybe we'll just have to make a mid-season uh, reappearance <laughs> in Christmas in July. <laughs> well, we cannot leave without wrapping this up and giving it a rating. Oh yes. And I have to say that we can't give it a, we're going for a full summer vibe. We can't rate it. There were no snowflakes. No snowflakes. So we need to keep consistent with the theme. And should we uh, rate it with umbrellas? Oh, sure. Yeah. Or parasails. Oh, parasails. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, umbrellas. I like umbrellas. Let's go with umbrellas. Okay. I will give it. Let's say it together at the same time. One, one, um, oh, one umbrella. One umbrella. <laughs> yes. What, one. Now, what earned you? I don't, I don't well, know. for me, it was definitely the closing title song or the closing song. It was the only thing. Yeah. Only thing worth listening to. And the, the depressed ski instructor. <laughs> I think those two things. <laughs> I think, yeah. Child, that, that protect, child protective <laughs> services needs to be called. Sophie and Mia need someone. <laughs> need someone who gives a shit. Well, we both give it a one. One star. One oh, umbrella. umbrella. Sorry. Well, and there's two of us, so you know what that means, Molly. Until next time, one of us is getting burned.